Hi, my name is Dan Hogue, and I love music. In fact, you could say that music is my radar. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to Music Is My Radar, a podcast for music lovers near and far. Can you believe it? We're already at day 27 of the 30-day song challenge, and we got the polar opposite of yesterday as far as prompts go, whereas yesterday was a song that makes you want to fall in love. Today, it's a song that breaks your heart. I can't say this is one of my favorite prompts. I definitely struggled to come up with a good one that was worth talking about. But when I shifted my focus and narrowed it down, I did come up with a pretty good one for today. Here is the late Roy Orbison and his comeback single from 1988, You Got It. Every time I look So here's what I meant when I decided to shift focus. My first instinct about this prompt was a song about lost love or losing someone close to you. But I couldn't really find anything worth talking about a whole lot. I'll mention a few honorable mentions at the end. But the direction I went with instead was someone who died way too soon, most notably around a hit single after a dormant period in their musical career. The first one to come to mind, obviously, is John Lennon, who was assassinated after his 1980 release, Double Fantasy. But I already covered him in episode 8 with that drugs episode, Cold Turkey. Plus, the career of Roy Orbison isn't quite as obvious and pretty damn tragic once you know the backstory. His career started off in the late 1950s as an unsuccessful artist on the Sun label, the same level that broke Elvis Presley. Unlike Elvis Presley, he was not known for his looks, and his personality was shy and reserved. He was a little bit uncomfortable with the spotlight, and word has it that he wore his signature sunglasses to hide himself, protect himself from all that, plus so his stage fright wouldn't show. He finally had a good career going in the early 1960s, with some rock and roll, songs like Uptown, but mostly ballads mid-tempo at best like Only the Lonely, or slow breakup tunes like Crying and It's Over. Even in his happiest material, there was still an undercut of sorrow and grief in his voice. He just had a very powerful baritone that could sell pretty much anything. His biggest hit came in the midst of the British invasion in 1964 with his number one smash, Oh Pretty Woman, 
And even though it sounds like a good time on the surface, Roy Orbison still doubts himself in the song, wondering if the pretty woman's lonely just like him, and at the end assuming that she passed him by, which sets up that wonderful ending of he thinks she's walking back to him, whether she is or not. The ambiguity makes it great. After that, the hits dried up for him, even though he did have some success overseas. But then his real life started to take a haunting feel of his songs as he had tragedy after tragedy. First one was when his wife Claudette died in a car crash in 1966 in her early 20s. And then two years later, while he was away in tour on England, his house burned down and two of his three sons from that marriage died in the fire. All that certainly took a toll on Roy Orbison. And for the 70s and most of the 80s, he had very little success in his recording career and a few health problems in the late 70s, too. But then by 1986, his career looked ready to take off again, thanks to the usage of his song In Dreams in the David Lynch film Blue Velvet. He had a live concert at the Coconut Grove a year later with a lot of all-star musicians helping out like Bonnie Raitt, Bruce Springsteen, and my man Elvis Costello. And it was later released to videotape. And my dad still has that, and I've actually watched it a few times with him. Then there was his involvement with the Traveling Wilburys, where he was Lefty Wilbury. And that makes him the fourth Wilbury I've talked about this month, after Bob Dylan, George Harrison, and Tom Petty. Sadly, I don't think I'll get to Jeff Lynne. Sorry, ELO fans. And around that same time, 1988, he recorded his solo comeback album, Mystery Girl, with some of the same cast from the Wilburys especially Tom Petty and his Heartbreakers, as well as Jeff Lynne producing a few songs, including this one, You Got It. Unfortunately, on December 6th of that same year, Roy Orbison succumbed to a heart attack in his home in Nashville. The song hadn't even been released as a single quite yet. He did give a live performance of the song at an awards show in Belgium in November before his death. That was the only known performance of that song and it was incorporated in the music video after his passing. I've talked very little about the song itself. It's not the most profound song ever written, just a simple song of love and devotion to his wife. A cool mix of the old and the new, mostly the new in that Jeff Lynne produced it and Tom Petty gave it the acoustic backing, making it sound very much like something off the Wilburys album. But I detect the old in the middle part before the chorus, One Look From You, it switches it to a dun-dun-dun, close to his signature bum sha la 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 beat that a lot of his songs had in the 60s, only a little faster. And of course, Roy Orbison's unmistakable voice carries the day. Not even a local car dealership around here could ruin it. They had some jingle back in the day, any car you want, we got it. Which I guess if you think about it, that song does lend itself to jingles, advertising, crap like that. Just knowing the story of his career arc and how it looked like it was all coming together for him, this song kind of breaks my heart every time. Hearing him so happy and it all being taken away from him, especially that very last pre-chorus. I'm glad to give my love to you. I know you feel the same way too. And just how the beat drops out and kind of goes 60s dramatic, that's the most poignant point for me of that song. It became a posthumous hit for him, being top 10 in a lot of countries, so at least the song got the recognition it deserved, so that was a happy ending. Some honorable mentions were a few songs by Pink Floyd. 
namely the great gig in the sky and shine on you crazy diamond. But much as I respect Pink Floyd, it gets a little boring talking about them, especially Dark Side of the Moon. They've never really excited me as a group, so I'm glad I chose this Roy Orbison song instead. Recording this episode was more fun because of it. I also had my eye on a Beatles song for no one. That's always struck me as heartbreaking in an understated way, just looking at a breakup. Your day breaks, your mind aches, etc., etc. But I promised myself not to talk about any Beatles this month. And three or four episodes left, and I think I'm gonna make it. And that'll do it for today's heartbreaking episode of Music Is My Radar. As always, thank you for listening. And I will see you tomorrow for day 28 of the 30-day song challenge. Have a good one. Music is My Radar is a podcast centered around music commentary and reviews. As such, all of the rights of the music samples provided in each episode remain property of their respective copyright holders.